Thirsty Crew, and welcome to another episode of Not Safer Weebs. I'm Chris Lamb, and who are you? I'm Emma Fife, and the thirst is real, I tell you! <laughs> oh my god, I I personally am very excited to get into this episode. Um, I and, am too! Yeah, this this is our first like um, repeat series, but yeah. different ship thing. Yeah, and- re- repeat, it is a repeat series, but a new ship, but it involves one of the characters in a previous ship. Right. That we um, did for this series. Yeah. Um, so before we talked about that, did we want to go into our fandom term of the day? I, I Oh, yes. I, I would love to give you the honor of explaining it, if you, if you will, if you <laughs> I, would like to. I, I absolutely will as a member of this subset. Uh, <laughs> admittedly, I've said it many, many times on this podcast, yes. and some of you probably are like, what is she talking about? So our fandom term of the day is fushoshi. Uh, traditionally, this refers to a woman that is known for loving, loving boys, loving other boys into into yaoi, boys love, shonen eye, whatever. Uh, it literally means spoiled girl or rotten woman. Uh, the term fushoshi is a hom- homophonous pun on Fujoshi, a term for respectable women, created by replacing one of the characters pronounced fu, meaning married woman or lady with character, also pronounced fu, uh, meaning fermented or spoiled. So spoiled, <laughs> spoiled as in unable to be married because of their interest and hobbies in gay stories and characters. Uh, however, even though, again, a lot of what we see in fandom, uh, particularly when it comes to anime and manga, are fans reclaiming what was once derogatory yeah. and making it a badge of honor. So things like weeaboo or otaku or fujoshi, women now uh, like proudly refer to themselves as being fujoshi. Yeah. Because people are proud to be trash uh, these Hell days. Yeah. And I love it. Uh, and yes, and basically the, the, the male equivalent of this is fudanshi. So yeah, that's it. Fujoshi, that's <laughs> if, me. If, if, <laughs> if you would like some entertaining education about more about like what what pop culture now references a, like sees a Fujoshi as, there is an anime that is literally called um, "Kiss Him uh, Not Me." Yep, that is about a Fujoshi. You, it's you great. read my you re, you read my mind. We it's did great. not talk about this before. You read nope, my mind. No, we really truly didn't. I I accurately predicted that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> "Kiss Him Not Me" is a lot of fun, uh, and it does kind of explore the. Uh, reclaiming of the term Fujoshi by women who are proudly into this kind of stuff nowadays. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah. And I mean, it's literally, I mean, they're, they're, it's a little problematic from the point of view that uh, it's about a girl who gets really depressed that one of her favorite fictional characters dies. Uh, and so she's so depressed she can't eat for two weeks. And at first she's like a kind of chubby, nerdy girl, but she loses a bunch of weight and then she's super hot. So that part of it's problematic. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. the rest of it's delightful. <laughs> so I recommend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So as as we alluded to, uh, we're repeating a, a series today. But I mean, it's it's relevant. It is in the public yes. eye very oh much God. so these days because you can't go anywhere on the Internet if you follow gaming <laughs> news at all or any gaming Twitter accounts or just are on Twitter in general without being inundated with paid ads for and reviews of and observations regarding the Final Fantasy VII remake. Also, when we previously covered this ship, or, or covered this series, rather, we covered my favorite ship from the series. So I thought it was only fair that we should give Chris a chance to talk about his Final Fantasy VII OTP, which is Zack X Cloud. Uh, also, I, I believe the ship name for it, though, actually is with the pairing flipped even though you'll most always see cloud as being the more submissive partner right. of these two uh yes the the ship name i believe is clack uh oh that's like yeah i like that i like that yeah and even and and it is even though it's only become more prominent since other stuff within the compilation of Final Fantasy VII, particularly Crisis Core, which we'll get Crisis into Core. quite a bit today. Yep. Um, yep. It is not considered to be like a crack ship or a rare pair. This this pairing has been one that people have been into since 1997. You can go back and find fan work uh, that is that old, though, again, the majority of it comes out of Crisis Core with good reason, because you see these characters interact a lot more in Crisis Core. Yeah, um, I... 
I wouldn't so much call this like an OTP, like since um, remake. My OTP and remake is me and Biggs. <laughs> it's you and Biggs. So, um, Just you, Chris. But, you know... <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, like, uh, we're not getting into that right now. That's, that's another episode. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so, I mean, uh, listen, everybody glowed up real good in Final Fantasy VII Remake. <laughs> if you guys have watched, uh, oh or any of my playthroughs or just paid attention to me on the internet at all, you, you know, I got some real thirst for Reeve now all of a sudden. So, <laughs> Ooh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all the characters are very, are very pretty and like, yeah. And like, I mean, it just takes you back to like that, that like 80s, like, you know, 80s metal and, you know, 2000s yeah. gold, you know, chains and Nomura BS. It's heck amazing. yeah. Yep. Yep. All these characters, they, <sighs> they glowed up and got really Nomurified. Also, uh, also like they, they just really know how to like animate bodies. Okay, I'm sorry. The, the animation in this game is insane. Like yeah. the way that the characters look everyone's skin is so good everyone's skin is amazing because it looks like skin like that was the weirdest thing for me going back and re-watching advent children because i can only like one thing at a time so i was i was (laughs) only playing the game on stream though so i was like i can't play the game over the weekend because i don't stream on the weekends what am i gonna do i i need to get my ff7 fix and i was like i know i'll watch advent children again i've seen it many many times um and uh uh And I was freaked out by how smooth everyone's skin was because they hadn't gotten to the point then of understanding how to animate skin texture and pores. Yeah. But they figured it out in this game. Everyone looks like they 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 know how to moisturize, you know? Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, everybody has very good skin. Don't get get me wrong, but it looks like real skin. But not in a freaky way, in a like, this is so attractive kind of way. I yeah. can't, yeah. I can't explain it. Uh, but anyway, y'all know about Final Fantasy VII. Uh, it's a, a role-playing game. It popularized the JRPG genre. It boosted PlayStation sales. It's it's a huge, huge legacy uh, of uh, of just fiction that goes around this central story that started in the original game. Um, and of course, Zach, who we're going to be talking about quite a lot today, did exist in the original game. You learned about him and you learned that, uh, I mean, we're going to just get into mega spoilers right now because you can't talk about this ship without explaining who Zach is. So if you're somebody that maybe is playing the Final Fantasy VII remake and you've seen Zach because they, you know, they put his name when he talks, when you see him in the end of Final Fantasy VII remake, um, I might recommend like not listening to this episode because we're going to really get into some some Zach stuff and exactly what his relationship to Cloud is. Uh, So you've been warned. Here we go. Uh, Basically, the first time we see Zach truly, I mean, we hear about him before that because you can like go to his parents house in Gongaga and they say something about him. And Aerith obviously talks about the fact that before Cloud came along, she knew somebody else who was in Soldier and he was her first boyfriend, um, which I super appreciated the update they gave that in remake, by the way, because originally in the original game, she says like, oh, yeah, he was my first boyfriend. And Cloud's like, oh, were you like really serious? And she's like, no, but I liked him. But in remake, she says the first man I ever loved, which is so much more accurate to the representation of these characters relationships in in, in Crisis Core, I think. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah. So so Zach when you first really see him is when Cloud is sorting through his broken memories. He thinks that he's just a Sephiroth clone. He winds up in the live stream in Medeal, uh, and Tifa winds up there with him and she right, helps him right. sort through his memories. Cause she knew him growing up and she's like, my memories cannot be fake. So like, let's figure out what the F is going on with you, dude. Um, and, uh, and it's, it's my it's one of my favorite sequences in the game. Um, Me too. And and, uh, and that's yeah. And that's when we first meet Zach officially. Is you realize, oh, Cloud adopted the memories of this other guy. And then if you go to Nibelheim after Cloud has figured out who he is, you get to see more of a flashback with Zach and the fact that they were friends beforehand. And after they both got injured uh, in the fight with Sephiroth in the reactor in Nibelheim. They were taken back to the mansion in Nibel and were like 
being experimented on, basically. Yep. Uh, and because Zach was already in Soldier and he'd had so much exposure to Mako, which I also like the way that they're treating that in remake where they're like, yeah, but it shortens your lifespan because uh, like the human body is not really meant to sustain that much. Um, uh, Cloud had not Cloud wasn't in Soldier, so he he didn't have that resistance built up already. So they managed to break free, but only Zach is really conscious and Cloud has like horrible Mako poisoning from all this experimentation that's been done on him. And then he and Zach are trying to go back to Midgar and that's when Zach gets killed. Cloud wakes up. He didn't get killed because he was just passed out for the whole fight. And I don't know, I guess they just thought he was dead already. Yeah, uh, yeah. And he, um, and then he like wakes up to find that Zach is dead and gets his memories conflated with Zach's because he wanted to be in soldier. And so like Zach is who he wanted to be. Yeah. Like he, 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 uh, he witnesses like Zach in his last dying moments. Yeah. And, and, and like, I think it's just like a, such a overly like, you know, at such a highly stimulating moment when yeah. he just wakes up probably that like, it just like really changes the way, right. like his wiring. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we'll get into it more as we talk um, more about these characters, but again, so we, we knew that Zach existed. We see the spirit of Zach in crisis core, which came out in 2005, mm -hmm. but we really get into Zach and who he is in the PSP title crisis core, which is a prequel, which was released on September 13th, 2007 in Japan and March 24th, 2008 in the U S yes. Um, yeah. And it's, uh, Crisis Core is, it's like an action RPG. I mean, anytime you go into a battle, you do go into like a battle screen, but it's sort of like in Parasite Eve, which I don't know if you ever played that game, Chris, but like, you, I've seen it. Yeah. You go into a battle screen, but you can still run around. Right. Right. Yeah. And you like, you can, it, it was almost like a prototype in a way with experimenting for what ultimately became the battle system in Final Fantasy VII Remake. No, that's true. Yeah, it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of like um, Tales of Symphonia, like the Tales games when when you mm -hmm. like go into like a separate field, like Star Ocean when you go into a separate field to fight. Yes, but you can still run around. Right. Right. It's not just um, like a, it's not just like your party in a line. The monsters you're fighting across from you. Right. And you're also, entering also, commands. Yeah. Also, like is is Tales even like a fair comparison though? Because like, do you actually go into like a separate like field for battle or, or is it like, I don't know. Star, the monsters Star appear Ocean, and yeah. Star Ocean, you definitely do. So I think Star Ocean is a pretty good comparison actually. Right. But like in, in crisis core, like, like how does the battle work? Is, is it like you, do you go into you, a separate field or, or yeah, is yeah, it you in do. the same? It's, it's, it, okay. No, it's, it, it's like a separate field in the game. Right. Okay. If you wanted to run away, it would be like you'd have it would it would be just like in like the original FF. I don't remember exactly how it happened, but it's like you you'd have to basically like hit all the back buttons and choose to run away. You can't just like literally run away from the fight. <laughs> got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. But anyway, so Crisis Core, of course, uh, it gets more into the story of who Zach was. Uh, leading up to the events in Nibelheim that ultimately led to his death. And we do also see the Nibelheim incident in Crisis Core, which was really fun and exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Zach basically, yeah, he's uh, he, he starts off in the game. He's like a soldier second class uh, and he is assigned to find a missing uh, soldier by the name of Genesis uh, and basically figures out that Genesis is this person that was part of Project G uh, that also has some uh, uh, links to other high-ranking and well-respected members of Soldier, including Sephiroth mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and his mentor, Angeal. Uh, and then basically they go on this mission at one point in the game. Because again, like it, it's a lot of... We're we're out there running around doing missions for Shinra and the Turks are in the game uh, and it's great. Uh, but Cloud is one of the just infantrymen, basically, that is on one of the missions that Zach ends yeah. up going on. And yeah. he and Cloud just like hit it off right away because they're both like country boys. They're, yeah, they're both like backwater bumpkins. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> so, it's so it was so cute. I yeah. thought it was so cute. Yeah, no, they're they're uh, their friendship in this game is very cute. Um it is, uh, yeah, it's it's definitely like uh, uh, Crisis Core is more, 
Because Crisis Core is broken down into like missions and episodes. It's less open worldy than uh, uh, Final Fantasy VII was, where like you got vehicles and were exploring the world. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it, the the system it makes me think more of like um, I I don't I think it might be even generous to like compare it to like Final Fantasy X too. I would like compare it to. Um, <laughs> 358 over two days from Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> well, you know, they had the same scenario writer. Yeah, so. cause, right, cause it's, 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 it's very like, oh, like mission, mission, mission. Like, you know, we're yeah. just like, you know, going on our typical day. This is like establishing totally. a, a norm. A yeah, norm and, and, then, and then the norm is broken. Totally. And there's a new game plus and there's side quests. And the, the side quests in this mostly are all just like side mission battles where you can get new items and materia and stuff. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a it, it's a it's very, very story driven. Um, yeah. And overall, I like the story of Crisis Core. I think some of the Project G stuff starts to get a little up its own butt. Mm. Uh, but I loved being able to play the Nibelheim incident like that was so satisfying for me as a Final Fantasy fan. And also just getting to explore who Zack was was more um and not have him just be like the dark-haired cloud that we saw who like right. Aerith Aerith gave a vague reference to what his personality was like right um, right and we didn't really see it and and like again we we see in this game that Zach he's so different from Cloud which I really like oh yeah yeah like uh he's he's very like he's just very jovial yeah, he is. He's he's like a very kind of happy-go-lucky, good-hearted, kind of easygoing dude. Um, but very deterrent. He's very shown in protagonist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's um, he's way more shown in protagonist than Cloud is. Yeah, and and like um he, he definitely like had the same idea. Uh, would you say that he had like kind of the same idea going into like wanting to be in soldier oh, totally. like Cloud, yeah. though, I right? Mean, like wanting to be a hero. Thing. Oh yeah, it's the it's the parallel uh with uh with Cloud and Zack of both of them being from these small towns and wanting to be more and wanting to be heroes like you know Sephiroth who's famous and I, again one of the things that I enjoy so much about Final Fantasy 7 is is the way that it delves into who Sephiroth is as a person because again like when we are presented with Sephiroth as he was when he was in Soldier yes he is very overconfident uh and he's maybe a little cold but he's not evil he is just very good at what he does yeah yeah um and we see him flip a switch when he realizes the way he came to be and how he is sort of the result of an experiment. And that's what makes him develop a God complex. Cause he's like, well, if y'all were trying to create gods here, I am motherfuckers, you know? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Um, I love that. And it, but it is, it, but it's an interesting juxtaposition too, to see in crisis core of Sephiroth, who's imperfect actually versus Angeal. Well, Sephiroth is, he's, he's a, uh, so basically, like everybody in Project G, it's like they there were all these people that were like in, injected with Genova cells. So basically, uh, Jillian, the woman for whom uh, Project G was named, who is Angel's mother, she was injected directly, and then they were kind of like replicating her cells for to try to create. Etc. from people or like babies like Genesis. Right. Yeah. But Angeal is her like biological child. So she just naturally passed that on to him. So he's actually technically considered to be like a perfect being as far as Project G goes. Right. Um, it's it again, they get into some wacky science stuff uh, with this. And then it and then it draws into question like with Sephiroth because with Sephiroth, they injected the baby with Genova cells while he was in utero. But like, also it seems like maybe Sephiroth's mom has them herself. Cause she's managed to continue to live and not age. So I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's a little unclear. It's a little unclear. Uh, again, uh, we're, we're talking about the same people writing scenarios and coming up with this that worked on kingdom hearts. So it's, there's some confusion to say the least. Yeah. You're, you're, 
like I'm I'm confused already because like I I I feel really bad like I I never was able to get like a PSP or a Vita back yes. when th- those games were out but so so the most that I know is like from stories from you know Dirge of Cerberus and totally um, and uh like I know about Lucretia I d- I don't know that much about um Jillian and Angel. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's well, because I mean, I talk about it because Angel is a great character. He's Zach's mentor character. And a lot of it is about their relationship with one another. And so, again, you're juxtaposing Sephiroth, who's like, cool, I'm a god versus Angel, who's like, I'm a monster. And ultimately, and you know, this is this is spoilers for the game, but it's not really because like otherwise we'd hear about Angel in the main storyline. That's true. Uh, Zach ends up having to kill Angel at at Angel's request basically because he feels like he's he is a going to naturally just cause destruction because of who he is and like he can't have that happen oh man that 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 must have been a pretty powerful moment right like knowing like what is going to happen with sephiroth you're like like yeah you might be you might be you might be right yeah no totally yeah the fact that that angel is like i I am a monster. Like I can't control this because his mother like was so distraught over her involvement in all of it that like she killed herself. And it's Angel's story is sad uh, and it ends real sad. Uh, right. But it's but it's good. It's good storytelling. Um, and uh, yeah, it's like when you have to deal with Genesis and stuff that I'm kind of like, mm, all right, l- this is a little much for me. But then sure. you get to then you get to the Nibelheim stuff and you're like, I am here for this. Um, but what is interesting to see is, again, like we do get to explore this character of Zach, who is a very noble and heroic sort of character who throughout the course of this story has his own sort of code of conduct and idea of morality brought into question, which is definitely right. the strength of this game. Um, you know, another another big strength of the game is portraying his relationship with Aerith Uh their relationship with one another is very, very cute. Uh, Her being supportive of him and wanting just for them to be able to be together, I think is something that's going to really inform uh, subsequent installments of the Final Fantasy VII remake. Uh, But we're not, we're not (laughs) here to talk about Zack and Aerith though, even though I got a lot of Zareth feels in my heart. Uh, I definitely don't hate the ship we're talking about today though, because Again, what's great about Crisis Core is we get to see Cloud be just Cloud from the beginning. Yeah, like I, I, I just really loved that bonding moment that we were talking about earlier because, um, like, e- even just like that short of a scene of like them just you know jabbing at each other for like you know where they're where they're from. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like it's 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 just still so different from the cloud yeah. that we know. Yeah, because I mean, what we're seeing is a cloud who has in. In the original iteration of Final Fantasy VII, we're really seeing a cloud who has adopted this Zack persona based on an outside perception of him, where he is kind of cocky and and like confident about his abilities and blah, blah, blah. Uh, In Remake, they chose to deal more with the fact that Cloud has no life experiences or memory between ages 16 and 21. Because he's 16 when the Nibelheim incident happens and he's being experimented on and is completely unconscious, basically, for five years. Uh, And so we're seeing him trying to deal with being an adult while also absorbing Zach's memories. I I thought it was a very strong choice on on the part of the scenario writer. Yeah, me too. I I feel like he he, like he's literally like forced to rehabilitate himself. Uh Yeah, yeah. And I think that's something that we're seeing. Um, and that like his coldness comes more from a just not really having the emotional capacity to yeah. deal with the situations he's being confronted with. So it is really nice to look at Crisis Core where he's this kid who is disappointed that he hasn't made it as far as he wanted to in like pursuing his dream like he didn't pass the test to be in soldiers so he just had to kind of enlist in the army rather than going home and dealing with his failure uh and with zach you see somebody who's like don't give up on your dreams you got this <laughs> like 
Aww. Yeah, it's really, it's cute. I like their friendship a lot. (laughs) Um, Which, yeah, kind of like leads us uh, into our discussion of like why people would ship these characters. It seems very obvious to me. I mean, listen, in without Crisis Core, there's a like, okay, cool. They're like two guys who clearly had a friendship. They knew each other from way back when. And uh, yeah, okay, cool. They talked to each other one time for sure. <laughs> um, uh, but with the addition of Crisis Core, it's like, I, I mean, I totally, I, I totally get it. Because again, like we said, they do have this initial connection over the fact that they are both, they're both just small town boys who wanted something better. <laughs> yeah. Um, and again, like you, and you do see like the whole escaping from Nibelheim situation and the fact that like Zach was not willing to leave cloud behind. Yeah. That, that was very romantic to me. Um, because like, you know, he, he just met him, but like he, he obviously feels a connection to him. Totally. Yeah. And I mean, in, in crisis core though, too, they also do establish that like, They'd known each other for, I think it's like, I think there's like a year or something that transpires between some events in the game before they actually end up in, uh, in Nibelheim. So Cloud's like 15 or he's like 14 or 15 when he first meets Zach. Um, and, uh, but yeah, then they, they like, again, when they go off to, uh, Nibelheim like there is an existing friendship between them and the fact that like Zach is just like I'm like won't leave him behind and and really just like takes care of him because Cloud is again he's suffering from uh like horrible Mako poisoning so he's comatose effectively um but Zach's like yo we're gonna I'm gonna get you back to Midgar we got this oh yeah everything's gonna be okay like like those scenes when like Cloud can't respond but Zach is still like talking yeah trying to treat him normally like I really like I really like that yeah and I mean I think that that reflects too on on Zach just like being somebody that is really outgoing and needs that human interaction and connection and he's like trying to create that for himself and 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 sort of normalize his world after undergoing such massive trauma. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So again, I, I get, I get why people are into the ship. I totally do. I, I am, I am not against it by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyhow, uh, any, because anything we're both, else? Cause we're both Fujo. Trash. I know. I know. <laughs> I, that's the thing is like, even though again, like, Cloud Tifa is my OTP to end all OTPs. I am no, so but, but I think I, I'm really yeah. glad we're doing this episode though. Cause like, I do think that it's like a very good way of showing people that like, Hey, just because you have an OTP with the character doesn't mean that character that you can't love that seeing that character with other people. Like yeah. for funsies. For funsies, totally. I love the ship for funsies. Also, it is way easier to find really sweet and really sexy. Uh, Cloud Zach Dojin than it is to find Cloud Tifa Dojin because again, anything that involves anytime there is a girl in it, there's a good chance that most of what you're finding is weird shit that was written for men with a really male gaze. So give me my female gaze stuff. Uh, And I also love that there's so much in common with that Cloud Tifa Dojin that we talked about that I love (laughs) where like she's being the more dominant partner. Um, and Cloud is always the more submissive. Uh, I, I I love seeing Cloud as a, uh, get whipped. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. like that like that scene in remake like when he walks out of Madame M. Like oh like what, whatever what, what whatever scenario it is right right like Madame is like so you're gonna come back big boy yeah and I was like mm. yeah mm. it's like yeah mm. I, yeah y'all I will. hot tip pay for that luxury massage <laughs> I know don't learn from my mistakes it's sexy it's really mm, it's it's real good I'm glad my chat made me pay for it and got to witness me watching it on stream yeah I was a tight wad okay so Anyhow. so um, so uh let's talk about defining this ship so yeah the, so the one that I put down was idiot idiot in progress yeah well because zach is definitely kind of an idiot yeah like he's like he like like he's you know like he got jokes he's like really really like funny and he's just like jovial and like just really wants to do his best i think that's true i don't know if like idiot is necessarily the right word for it but it's like i do feel like cloud is 
more cheerful and open around Zach. Because again, right. like even even pre Cloud becoming Cloud Zach conflated as we meet him at the beginning of Final Fantasy VII, like he was like a shy weird boy. Like he's yeah. always been a shy weird boy. Um, right. And I That's think true. that yeah. the that like Zach is somebody that brings out the best in him because he does feel this connection with him and he sees Zach as somebody that like is doing what he wanted to do. And instead of being jealous of Zach, it's more like he idolizes him and is like, man, I could be that too. Um, yeah. And I feel at ease mm. around him. Maybe, is this maybe more of a proud ex shy one? Oh, yes. That's exactly what this is. Okay. Okay. That's exactly I, what this is. I pulled, I pulled our, our doc back up and I was like, no, may, maybe this is the better one. Oh yeah. I think it's, I think it's a proud shy. Cause like, Cause like Zach definitely, definitely would be that type of person, right? That's like, I love cloud. And cloud is like, Oh, uh-huh. my, god. oh, oh yeah. my god, please be quiet. Oh, oh no, this is a very good proud shy. Actually. I think this is our first proud shy. I know. And I, I feel like we had sort of a hard time coming up with proud shy ships and i was like i'm not into the ship dynamic and now i'm like oh maybe i am into the ship <laughs> dynamic <laughs> yeah that's exactly what this is yeah yeah with a little a little crime fighting duo on the side because <laughs> yeah like like i got it, it's like kind of it's like two percent crime fighting duo maybe because like yeah it's not like they were like propping each other up during the end of crisis core like it was like Zach was doing Zach all the work. Was, but yeah, like, Zach was doing all the work. But, but but it had that that sense, right, of like, I'm not leaving you behind. Like, you're... No. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. Uh, which leads me to, before we get into uh, the spot we're going to talk about, this is massive uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake spoilers, by the way. Uh, but the ending of Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, where we see that there's now a reality wherein Zach lives... I am so I I cannot wait to inevitably play that timeline and like see how this friendship continues to grow. Oh my god. Oh, uh, I can that sounds amazing. Like I'm like cuz that's the thing is like just because Zack is alive in in one timeline it doesn't mean that Cloud isn't and how does that affect who Cloud is as a person going forward? Yeah, um, seriously. Now I, it's possible. I, it's possible Cloud may get killed off. It may be again like a Chrono Cross situation where, like, if you've never played Chrono Cross, um, you're playing two timelines: one where the main protagonist Surge is alive, and one where he's dead. He died as a baby. Um, so I wonder. It's like, is Cloud able to live in a timeline where Zach does? Right. I'm so, I can't wait. I'm so curious. Anyway, uh, moving on because. On our last episode, we had a hard time finding uh, Tower of God Dojin. Uh, Not so (laughs) with uh, Final Fantasy VII and the uh, Zack Cloud, Cloud Zack ship. It is abundant, my friends, and it is good. <laughs> people, the, the people know what they're doing with this ship. Yeah, they do. The, yeah, they, they do. They really know. Uh, I it's... love Chris because Chris picked out the doujinshi for this. Cause, and again, it was one of those things where I was like, ah, anything he picks, <laughs> I've probably already read. Um, but uh, the, I actually very recently read that first one that you picked, the Honeybee and one, the the Please Help Yourself uh, uh-huh. from uh, Yubi Nasha. And the artist is uh, Akizuki Ryo. Uh Dude, like it's one of those things where you're where you're like, oh, this is so contrived. It's such a like it's such a like fanfic trope of uh, two characters having to share a bed. Yeah, but they did establish in this that like this was not the first time that they'd had sex. Because like, yeah, because like Zach said, because basically the the plot, quote unquote, is that uh, they they're on a mission uh, and they miss the last train to go back up to the plate. So they're like, well, we can climb up to the plate. And they're like, how many stairs is that going to be? Which is like a funny little homage to the game when you go into the Shinra building right. and you can take the elevator or the stairs. Uh, and uh, and and basically, uh, Zach is like, well, we could do that. And Cloud's like, no, I just want to get some sleep and uh, I have a mission in the morning, but it's not till 10. And Zach's like, all right, so like we can we can sleep somewhere down here and then like go back first thing in the morning. And so they go to Walmart and they like try to find a room anywhere, but everything's all full up. But fortunately, <laughs> Zach has a membership card to the Honey Bee Inn. 
Oh, Zach. And remember, this is this is pre uh, Honey Bee Inn. So the Honey Bee Inn has like a very different vibe to it in Remake. In Remake, it seems like a very classy Vegas club. Yeah, uh, yeah. And in this, it's a little more like Seedy Love Hotel. Right. Um, I mean, I mean, the, I mean, that's definitely probably where it initially drew reference from, right? Like oh, a hundred percent. A love hotel. That's exactly like what it was. Super cheesy signage and all that, and yeah, yeah, and, girls, and girls in B costumes. The circular table that can probably rotate. Oh, I thought for sure that that bed could rotate in this. Uh, yeah, in, like. In, yeah. You and me, you and when you watch enough animes and JRPGs, like yeah. you know that a circular bed is going to rotate in a love love motel. Totally, totally. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm such a weeb. Yeah. So basically, they they stay at the Honeybee Inn, and, and Cloud turns on the TV, and the only thing that they show on their TVs is porn. Uh, <laughs> yep. And uh, and they end up hooking up because you know. That's just how it was. But it's so but I did like, though, I did appreciate in this one because there is a lot of in because, again, this yaoi stuff is written by women for women. Uh, And a lot of the time you get the gag stuff of, uh, oh, you know, I got turned on from watching women. But I'm oh, oops, it's just me and a guy. So I guess we'll have to fuck each other. Right. Uh, which this definitely had slight shades of that, but sure. ultimately they established that like the reason that cloud actually was so like riled up is because of a flirtation that happened with one of the honey girls as they were coming in, who it was so funny because she like makes comments and she's like, mm, that boy, uh, or that, cause she thinks cloud is a girl. She's like, Oh, we brought a girl here. Mm, she's very flat chested and she has no ass. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so but because again, like when when they are hooking up, like Zach says to Cloud, like, oh, you know, you can be loud here, not like back in the barracks, because like the this is this hotel is exactly for what's going on right now. So like the room is soundproof. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So Um, again, like they clearly had already hooked up before. Yeah. Um, If if you guys are more new to like reading, you know, Yowie and BL and stuff, I want you guys to like maybe make a tally or just be observant of the very typical um, Otome shot of like, it's top down and the guy is like, he, uh, it's the panel with where Cloud, like he has like the back of his pointing finger, like in his mouth. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's a very common pose that you will see in a lot of um, yaoi stuff that's drawn by women. Yep. Um, I'm not mad at it. I'm just saying that, that yeah, I don't. It's a thing. I, I don't quite get it, and and they really get into it in the in the birthday one too, uh, which is from Akeno Myojo, uh, which is literally just called Cloudy Birthday. It's about Cloud's birthday, <laughs> but there is this like running, uh, like trope of, and it happens. They address it even in like the porn that's happening in this one, which is wim- which involves women, um, of like not wanting your partner to like see your face. Right. Yeah. Because like it's embarrassing. I yep. yeah, it is because I think that's a lot of what it is. It's in, and that's what's being represented in those panels of like the the more submissive partner in in the Yaoi Dojinshi that you're reading having that moment of again like biting down on their finger or trying to suppress their voice. Right. Biting it's down like, on their finger and 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 also like okay this is this is getting re- this might get real raunchy. Like also oh like in in hentai and like animated hentai and also in manga, mm-hmm. like because mm-hmm. I don't see this in like American smut. Yeah. Um, like 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 I uh not just like the, the quieting part, but but it's also like <laughs> oftentimes like you'll hear the dominant guy be like, you're ma- like it's making so much noise when yes. I when I when I put my when yes. I put my thing inside yes, you. Yes, yes, yes. And then and, and then and then the the sub, whether they're a guy or girl, is like, no, don't say that. It's it's so embarrassing. Yes, yes. I know. Right? What it's, is it's, with that? Right? It's, a, it's such a it's a very Japanese thing. It's right? such a Japanese thing. I know. I I have to do some research as to what the origin of that is. That'll be like, my like, homework. Yeah, project. like I don't like like I don't see two white white guys fucking and 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 them talking about the sound that it makes right ever. right right or like yeah mm-hmm. 
Yep, I agree. <laughs> yep. Uh, I've I've watched I've watched way too much it's of this. Clearly, so weird. It's so strange. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but the the clouds birthday uh, dojin was very straightforward. Now this was not canon compliant. <laughs> no, it, it, it was not. There, the there's first, no. The first one could have fit into canon. This one, not I mean, possible. It, it could be canon compliant, like maybe in the future of remake, maybe. Sure, but, sure. But, but right now, no. For right now, no, because Zach is dead <laughs> in the time period that this is happening. And I right, also love too that I, I had a moment where I was like, because it's like. Cloud is at, I guess, seventh heaven having a birthday party. Um, right. And he's he, wearing his advent children. He's wearing outfit. his advent children. Outfit, and Marlene and Denzel are in it. Right. Like, yep. and Marlene with her longer hair where she does her hair like Aerith in, right. in advent children. Um, yeah. So I was like, this is bizarre. Uh, but once Cloud, and I was also like, wait, so Cloud just like abandoned his adopted children okay that's fine um, <laughs> uh because he like goes back to his and zach's place and then they have sex like mm. it's hot though it's real good yeah it's good yeah it's i just I sweet just, too yeah i just like this one because even though it's not canonically sensical at all it's yeah. it's like it's another like oh there's like a lot of emotional establishing and then yeah, we go into sexy, uh, no, sexy I really, times uh, yeah i really did like uh the emotional connection between the two characters in this one to be sure um, yeah, Zach was like very, very sweet. Uh, but, yeah, also, being a, 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 but also a little like didn't want other people to fall in love with Cloud. <laughs> yeah, it it didn't get into like possessive territory at all, though. So I appreciated that. It was just like, no, like I really I really think it's special. This connection that I share with just you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. it was good. The last one was wild. <laughs> I I was I was not expecting this, but as soon as I saw it, I was like, okay, we have to we have to put this in. This is the most like traditionally like yaoi looking one of all of them, by the way. Also, <laughs> like the art, I was like, oh, this there there's some yaoi hands in this. Oh yeah, hella hella show hella shoujo. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's called Life is Sweet, uh, and I. Zach, Cloud. have you read this before? Uh, no, this one I had not read before. This was new <laughs> to me. Uh, Good, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zach, Cloud, and Sephiroth all live together. <laughs> right, like, like I was, I, I was like reading it through multiple times to be like, wait, am I missing something? Like they're, like they're a throuple living, living together. Is, is that, is that what we're doing right now? Yeah. And that, but that's I, it, I right? That's, tell, that's what's happening. I couldn't really tell if Zach and Sephiroth were sleeping together or not, though. No, I don't think they are because I think yeah. they're both just so into Cloud that they're willing to share him. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think you nailed it. I think that's right. Which, which I'm honest, like I'm like that. That's pretty hot. I, I that's <laughs> I like that. I thought this was if, kind of, if, uh, if if you envision yourself as the person that is being shared, not as the one that's like vying for the other person's share. attention. Yeah, yeah. If you if you envision yourself as being Cloud in this situation, you good. You good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the art was real pretty. It was real pretty. Yeah. Uh, and it was really mostly just sex through the whole thing. Uh, I did like the scene. I, I mean, this is not the ship we're talking about, but like the scene where like Cloud was like washing Sephiroth's hair was like mm. kind of sexy. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Acknowledge, just acknowledging like how long and beautiful his hair is. Yeah. Yeah. That was and great. I, I think also what I what was cool with me about this was the fact that like cloud was down with the situation that was I happening know. i know like he was super down to just like be shared by these two people listen <laughs> i would i'd be too <laughs> you know like like it's it's good it's good that it wasn't like a kept man situation no it um, wasn't yeah and i like because i just like didn't love i like I don't love, uh, I get why the cloud Sephiroth ship is very, very popular. Uh, but I uh, get like, it's not healthy, but in this scenario, it was like taken out of Canon completely or it was yeah, like completely. So like Sephiroth was nice. Right. Like, like basically they were just like, what if Sephiroth was just hot and that's it. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like like they're they're just like living a normal life they all have 
jobs apparently and they all like you know they go grocery shopping and yeah. they all just like yeah I also loved too that, that Sephiroth was like the one that was taking care of both of them as far as like cooking went <laughs> right domesticated oh, Sephiroth domesticated Sephiroth uh, it was it, listen it was it was weird I think it was thrown off because it like totally couldn't exist within canon at all yeah yeah, um, yeah. but like just taking it for what it was right. and I mean you could have really inserted any three characters into that like it could have been Midoriya as the cloud character right. with Todoroki and Bakugo and like it Ooh. would have been exactly the same I, I might need to look for that after this. <laughs> listen those those exist too uh again <laughs> I'm ride or die for Kiri Baku uh but I don't always mind when Baku goes thrown into a good uh, <laughs> when there's a third you know yeah exactly when Baku, up. when Baku goes thrown into a good Toto Deku uh yeah but and then you also found some really like just hot, hot <laughs> fan art. <laughs> OK, so so like I've kind of been wanting to find a way to bring in this artist for a while. Yeah, um, because this artist is probably one of the most like respected and talented Yaoi like yeah. artists uh living right now yes. like they're just so good at drawing bodies and so good at drawing like um porn mm-hmm. um based off of like just you know Japanese properties that he likes um it's really good um there isn't that much to talk about basically it's just that you know just um, looks good he, he has like there are like a f- I think like three I don't even know what to call it, like three series of images yeah right uh one where it's like crisis core time when yes. Cloud is still in the infantry and uh, he's being taken over a table. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over a That's table. That's what's happening for sure. Um, there's a lot of sweat, which is real nice. Yeah. There's one in an inn. I don't know if it's, I don't believe it's the honeybee and I think it's just a regular inn. Yeah. Right? Just like somewhere. Uh, and then there's one, um, uh, I can't see the other one, but it's also yeah. very hot. Yeah. It's sexy. Um, the positioning is, is, real great yeah. and um yeah just the, the artist way is the a- muscles amazing. are drawn is just like oh. Ooh, it's good it's really yeah good. um and you know just the detail of like you know like while uh zach is taking cloud um cloud is also like uh touching his nipples yeah in, in that one shot that's great um Ugh. i i'd really love to like uh veer off into like a a specific like you know porny dating sim game with you and talk about ships on that eventually mm, that'd be uh, fun. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know when we'd work up to that but uh yeah this artist their name is black monkey pro they also go by maz jojo mm-hmm. i can't remember if there was if there are any other names i think there might have been one. Oh, black yeah black monkey pro and yeah maz jojo, and maz so, jojo yeah uh they recently released a game which i actually tweeted uh through our not safe for weebs pod Twitter. oh yeah Full service. I remember this. Uh, um, it's it's like it's like in Thailand, and it's just really sexy men nice. who can give you massages, and you just build relationships with them. And listen, you it's know from the how same I artists. feel about massages after Final Fantasy VII remake. So I am in. <laughs> oh, that's a good connection. Yeah, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Bring like it back. I can, if, it back. if you if you want Emma after we record this, I can I can send you some. I can send you some of the panels from that game too. Heck I yeah. think you'd have a good time. Send it my freaking <laughs> way. I am in. Uh, it's very good stuff. Uh, yeah. So uh, let's see. I guess it's time for us to uh, rate the ship. Yes. Um, let's see. Canonically, <clears throat> I, canonically, I'd put it at a five. Uh, which is the like, it's not not canon. They're definitely friends, um, especially now that we're in a scenario wherein we're looking at multiple timelines. It could be canon in one of those timelines. So I'm leaving it. I'm leaving it full on in, in the dead mm, center right one now. Of those timelines. OK, that's true. OK, you, you're making actually a really valid point. The mm-hmm. fact that now that we know that multiple chi- timelines are existing. Mm hmm. We could make this a thing. I. It's funny. It's really funny because I was actually going to rate it lower. Oh. Because for me, I was like, like, just from the way that the game is written, like, I really do respect the fact that, like, Tifa and Cloud are yeah, the that, most that's sensical canon. ones. Yeah. Like, like they're the most, like, they're clearly the most into each other. 
Um, yes. Even from remake, it's very clear to me that they're the most into each other. Even if you get the Aerith scene in remake, it's still very, like, there's still so much, like, very uh, good Cloud Tifa stuff. Yeah, like, like in the, in the, in remake, Cloud is, the only person that Cloud is willing to call beautiful is Tifa mm-hmm. and like, at the bar. If you ever also, like, again, I actually think the dub of the game is fantastic, uh, but I am playing in Japanese now, messing around with New Game Plus. And again, like these these actors have been playing these characters since 2005. Um, mm. So uh, Takito Sakurai, who plays Cloud, like when he talks to Tifa, like his voice is different. Like it 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 like literally I'm just mm. like, fuck me all the way up. Like this is the shit I'm here <laughs> for. Uh, it's amazing. But again. Back to, but back to our, uh, the, the ship yeah. at hand. So, so I, I was actually going to give it like a four actually. Oh, okay. All right. Um, or three even to be quite honest. Cause, cause, cause like, uh, just from previous stuff, but now that there's timelines, maybe. Mm, yeah, maybe. You never uh, know. What about your personal? Uh, personal. Uh, it, again, I really, I enjoy this right. as a four funsies ship. Right. Um, so I think like just from a for funsies point of view, I would say like I don't, maybe like a six or a seven. seven? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. I was like this, I was gonna. Th- this is not my ship, uh, and I also like love uh, uh, Zach Aerith. I really super yeah. dig that ship in the yeah. end of Final Fantasy VII remake. Like that, got, it got me feeling some kind of way. Yeah, um, but I do think that it that. Uh, Cloud and Zach is a is a fun ship and it's a valid ship and if people ship it like fuck yeah, yeah I I was gonna give it like a seven point five actually oh, because okay. I because because I, I really like the ship obviously mm-hmm. but but it's it, to be honest like it's kind of for the same reasons that you would like the ship it's just like it's just because it's like it's two really hot men yeah it's like two and, and yeah two hot dudes why not yeah. And they both like, you know, they have like a pre-existing connection already. So it's not like out of nowhere. And, yeah, yeah. And and like they just they just look so they just look so hot. And just thinking about how like, you know, they both have like supposed, you know, combat training. Oh, yeah. And they're both very. They got, they got good bods. Very sexy. <laughs> um, like that's that's just where it is for me. It's it's yep. it's for fun. It's just that like they both look really hot with each other. I that's that's it. Totally agree. Totally agree. And yeah. as far as I, I'm uh, not, I would not die on this hill on a hill for this. No, ship. I would not die on a hill for the ship either. But like, it's it's a fun, it's a fun, sexy ship. Yeah. Yep. Into it. Into so, it. Are we ready for some fanfics? <laughs> I I certain I certainly am. Okay. Um, I do you want me to go first, or do you want? Uh, uh I'll go first. Okay. Why not? Okay. Um, okay. So again, we were talking about how like thematically we do a lot of this, like we tend to do the same things over and over again in our fanfics. Yeah. This is another oh, sharing okay. a room in an inn fanfic, which is That's exactly okay. I'm ready. What, which is exactly what my Cloud Tifa one was also. <laughs> That's listen, okay. Listen, before benches in Final Fantasy VII Remake, you slept in a lot of inns. All right. Here we go. <laughs> benches. <laughs> Our enemy is all that creates suffering, huh? Zack was inconsolable. No, that wasn't the word. He wasn't even sure he had the vocabulary to describe what he was feeling because where he thought there ought to be feelings, there was nothing. Emptiness where there used to be hope, fear, passion, admiration for his mentor now dead by his own hand. Anything. There was a soft knock at the door, polite, apologetic even. Zack shifted towards the sound as the door creaked open and Cloud's blonde head ducked inside. I, he stammered, I'm sorry to intrude. I just, no, it's fine, Zack assured him. You're, this is your room too. The inn in whatever town they were in was small and since Sung outranked both of them and there were only two rooms available, he got his own while the two younger men had to share. Cloud moved timidly to sit on the second bed, his gaze never leaving Zack's face. His hands fidgeted restlessly with the scarf about his neck and he appeared to be searching for something to say. I, I'm sorry about what happened, Cloud said finally, his eyes so blue and sincere that Zack felt his heart begin to break through the emptiness. 
A fresh thread of tears set in, but before he could withdraw into himself, Cloud was already grasping his trembling hand. Zack allowed himself to relish in the sensation for a moment, the warmth of Cloud's uncalloused palms pressed tenderly yet fervently against his own, Mm -hmm. their fingers intertwining. Mm -hmm. He pulled Cloud's faintly bruised knuckle to his lips and kissed it, softly, eliciting a gratifying sigh from the sweet blonde country boy. Still lying on his side, Zack pulled Cloud to lay beside him, folding him into his embrace and kissing him again, this time on the mouth, tangling his fingers in his unruly tufts of hair. His pulse quickened as he relieved Cloud of the scarf he'd been toying with earlier and sucked hungrily at the newly exposed skin. Stay with me tonight, he said, breathless, once again returning his attention to Cloud's pouty, swollen lips. Cloud Mm. nodded his consent. Maybe it wasn't real, whatever Zack was feeling right now, but Cloud was soft and willing and badly needed to be loved. Or maybe it was the other way around. Whatever the case may be, he would find relief from the suffering Mm. he had created for himself, at least for now. There you go. That's it. (laughs) Nice. 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 I don't know. It was real sad. Yeah. I just went, I went sad on that one. No, but I, I, I loved, no, but I, I I like that. I think it it made, it made so much sense. Cause like, I'm imagining that this is like during crisis core, right? Yeah. It's totally, it's crisis core. It's right after Anjil's death to give you some context. (laughs) Right. Yeah. No, that's, that's great. I, I love that. Um, so I unfortunately, so I'm, I'm really happy with this slightly new ish scenario that I, that I, I haven't written before. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Maybe oh. I should have just let let it happen. Just let but it anyways, happen. let it go. Um, um, but I did want to want to say that, like, I I do want to preface this by saying that this is definitely not canonical, <laughs> and um, this doesn't take place during Crisis Core where it makes sense. Sure, and, great. Um, uh, hey, just because I like stuff to be canon compliant doesn't mean that you have to like stuff to be canon compliant. Right? No, but <laughs> I I just want to provide the context. But, okay. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. Cloud sighs as he finishes adjusting the handkerchief on his dinner jacket. Zach hollers from outside their closet. Are you done? This is the... Cloud continues to twist and turn to make sure everything looks okay in the mirror. Third suit and your first one. So what's your point? Like, do we need to spend gill on stuff we can't wear every day? Just come in and take a look. Zach swats the dressing room curtain open in the same baby blue suit that Cloud has on. Zach notices how the color perfectly matches his eyes. He never realized until now how he is used to seeing himself in Cloud in neutrals. Black always works as a practical color and to intimidate. But he could feel his face warm up seeing Cloud look this sharp for the first time. Okay, I, I get it. Zach wraps his arms around Cloud from behind him, locking eyes with him through the mirror. He leans in to whisper right into Cloud's ear. You know, it's almost hotter than seeing you in briefs. Weird. He says as his fingers start to wander in between the buttons of Cloud's shirt. Cloud stifles a small whimper as he hears the shop clerk walk by with another customer. We can compare when we get home, Cloud says as he turns around to face Zack and to disrupt what he knew was coming. He admires his slightly larger frame and can smell his scent that he's grown accustomed to. Zack was not one for cologne and Cloud has always been happy with that. He gulped, noticing his mouth was making just a little more saliva than usual, like a dog that knows when dinner is coming. Why wait? Zach growls as he pulls down Cloud's pants just enough and pull and pushes his neck down as Cloud instinctively plants his hands on the mirror. He keeps down another moan as he feels Zach's callous hands reach up to his nipples. I like trying new things with you. Cloud can't tell if his body is reeling from fear or excitement of getting caught, but his body was reeling all the same, some parts more than others. Zack growls again. Cloud decides it's excitement. Just don't mess up the suits, Cloud says, feigning reluctance. No promises, Zack says. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that just makes me think of when you have to tell Jesse if the answer is absolutely not or no promises. <laughs> <laughs> Psych! Oh, Jesse, the, the thirstiest of them all. Our, she she's really the patron saint of our podcast. She really is. No, true. Like that's the thing is like we all want to think we're somebody else in Final Fantasy Seven, but we're, ju- we're oh my all God. Jesse. We're just all Jesse. Jesse's totally fu- a Fujoshi. Oh yeah, Jesse would be super <laughs> into this. <laughs> Jesse would be like, oh, you guys are hooking up. Can I watch? <laughs> she, she's like she's like at the Golden Saucer thing. She's like, okay, guys, stay with me here. What if we made 
a gay a gay storyline instead. Yes, <laughs> for no, this play, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yep, Jesse Raspberry, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> when I found out her last name was Raspberry, I was like, "What?" And my chat was like, "They're like, we'll get through it together." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, that was a that was a delight. Yeah, this is a this is a fun ship to like just play around with. Uh, yeah, even if it's not like canonically something I'm super into, but yeah. I, yeah. I love, I, I love me a, a wait, we shouldn't do this, but I do want to do this type of heck yeah. in public, not so in public situation. You know? Yeah. Public, not so in public. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I knew where that was going. I was like, Oh, they're both in a dressing room together. I see what's happening here. Uh, I like it. Uh, hey everybody. Thanks for listening uh, yeah. to this podcast uh, and indulging us. We really just do it so we can write dumb fan fiction every week. Uh, and again, yeah. we would love to hear from you about that because I'm really obsessed with this idea now of doing a, an all fanfic challenge episode. Uh, mm, so yes, so send us your pairings uh, that you'd like to see written, um, and send us props like just one word themes, one to two word kind of themes, like you know, uh, uh, school festival, you know, mm. <laughs> or picnic, that kind of thing. Or they can be like more uh, like. Uh, philosophical kind of themes like uh, melancholy, you know, like get, get right, creative, right. get creative. You know, those of you who are old, you know, these live journal prompts, just get on it. Uh, <laughs> we're going to, we're going to do this. It's going to be awesome. Uh, Chris, what's going on with you? Where can the people find you and what you got happening? Uh, people can find me on all social media, my Facebook, my Instagram, my Twitter, and my YouTube, uh, now that I've made a triumphant return. Yes! Uh, <laughs> uh, at One Winged Chris. That's like One Winged Angel, like yeah, One Winged like Chris. Yeah, like Y'all know. <laughs> yeah, y'all know. Y'all know. <laughs> You're listening to this episode, you probably know. Uh, I, one would hope. One, one would hope. One would hope. Uh, yes, and I'm at Emma Fife all over the internet, wherever Emma Fifes are sold. Uh, yeah, still streaming on my Twitch, twitch.tv slash Emma Fife. Come hang out. Yeah, you've been such a you've been doing such a good job growing your channel. Thank like, you. I'm really impressed. Uh, yeah, I'm really uh, I'm really. Like you got like your template together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, so a fish. Yeah, I'm really pleased with my um my growth rates. I've got like a a nice little Twitch community. Uh, it's yeah, it's been really fun. Uh, uh, at the point that this episode publishes, I should still probably be playing uh, Trials of Mana. Um. Nice. And I assume I'm going to like it. I, I needed something more chill after Final Fantasy VII Remake. Like, I'd love to do Persona 5 Royal, but I'm like, that is so much game. It's That's so much yeah, game. It's originally 100 hours and with extra content, like, how long is it yeah, going to I be? I know. That was my thing was I was like, I just, it's too much. It's too much. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah. So be sure to check that out. Follow us, this podcast, at Pod. Send us emails at nsfweebspod at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, guys, uh, stay thirsty. (laughs) Stay thirsty. That's right. Uh, But remember to drink water. (laughs) 